<clears throat> there's something about you, babe, that happens every time. Whenever I'm around you, babe, I get a dirty mind. In your daddy's car, it's you I really want to drive. You guys hear me? Whoever's in the room, let me know. Got a new setup again. Susan and everyone, can you guys hear me? Just making sure. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the Dr. Funk show. Thank you guys so much for subscribing on YouTube, iTunes, Apple Music, Pod FM, Twitch, everyone else. Also, thank you guys for donations. What up, Germany? What up, LA? What's going on, everyone? Today, we're going to be discussing the 40th, 40 years of Dirty Mind. And uh, had to pull this one out, although it's a little bit too big on me. And then you may see um, we changed the poster behind me. So there we go. Hope you guys are doing well. Australia in the house. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. We'll also discuss other Prince news if we do, depending on the length of this one, but want to keep it on Dirty Mind for a bit, then we'll take your questions. Um, don't know what you're talking about there, but uh, yeah. We made it. Sorry for not the usual show on Wednesday, um, but there was something else going on, and we'll just leave it at that. So we move the show. We also got the visual fixed up to where I was talking about with the TV screen different than the monitor. Just let me know if you're seeing my eyes move too much to the right, although I now have it closer by several feet um, to try to not see it as much, but hopefully it won't be as annoying, especially when I have a full guest on. So going into it. A-Track. There's something else. Dirty Mind. That's what it's about. So what up? Yeah, I've been kind of slammed with some stuff, so I wasn't able to bring anyone on or have anything done, but I have you guys, and I have this, you know, of course I got this one because it had the sticker on it, features the hit single Uptown, um, contains language which may be unsuitable for some listeners, so, and then... Of course, then you run into another one that has the sticker, but then it also has another sticker that says, Programmers, please audition before airing. So, you know, and of course, the shirt I'm wearing is kind of like the back cover, but without um, the lyrics on it. Of course, it has a promotional gold stamp as well. And then this one, which was a four-track promo, you know, head, 
Winger Mind, Uptown, and Dirty Mind. And then it came like with newspaper clipping from orders to promote the album. Rock's New Prince, 1980 on vinyl, prints more than just a dirty mind for LA Times calendar section by Dennis Hunt, not Hilburn. Hey, so what's going on, Grace? Yep, changed the poster for the time being on it. Yeah. Thank you, Candace, for the comment. Put that on screen so everyone can see. It's friends in funk. Yeah, I didn't get it that year it came out, but there were reasons for that. So I haven't read or listened to Lenny's new book yet. They're asking on Twitch. No, I'm backed up on Prince books, <laughs> let alone Lenny's book or Mariah Carey's books. So, don't know what that means. So hopefully it isn't just my words. Hopefully you guys are seeing other people's comments and not just mine. And I didn't put on the uptown hat. Maybe if we do an after show, we will. I'm not saying it, maybe we can get this all condensed into one thing. But what did the dirty mind album mean to you guys with it congrats to mariah making number one and not sharing uh her print stories so publicly i think we're all learning especially all even the fans that go oh i haven't when he sneezed you know especially after that sign the time set so yeah we'll talk about that book another time cara but Right now, we'll get back on to Dirty Mind, which, look, it was an extreme change from For You to Prince. And Right On had an article for Dirty Mind, but will the little girls understand? Because he did change up his look, and it just showed. I mean, look, from For You was the Afro. Then from the Prince album was kind of like the Farrah Fawcett do, not trying to be disrespectful. And then with Dirty Mind, it was that, the bikini briefs, the bandana, if you were lucky, then the trench coat being added on to that. So, you know, it was an exploration and changing it. Um, oh. You may want to exit an enter, Terry. That may be something that's on Facebook that subtitles are turned on. So I don't have it on mine. Ginger, he was supposed to send the book already. He did send me like a digital copy, but I like things in print. I read things better that way, and I do probably need to listen to his audio as well. So, yeah. And see, like a lot of people have different favorites when it comes to this era. You know, Dirty Mind is up there. Um, thank you, Sylvia. Listening to Dirty Mind in high school and turning down the volume on my parents. Um, I 
That's a different quote from that. It's from YouTube, and then we'll have this one from Facebook. I remember listening to Jerry Mind in high school and turning down the volume when my parents were nearby. I think Questlove had to do the same stuff with the 1999 album. Not sure about that, Wonderland, on that, but it's possible. Flippers 81, his first uh, appearance, and yeah, Magic Johnson in the crowd and a few other people. Yeah. And I agree with you, Susan. That's why I try to have my own style and how I do things. And I think I rock it pretty well in me trying to be original with things, albeit this is a tribute shirt tonight. It's a little different. Addicted you to what, Lori? His music or something else? So an interesting quote from Brian as well. Journey Mind to me was growth and maturity of an artist who was just getting started up to set the world on its ass. We're in fire. Rude girl for life. Gotta get that rude boy button. We gotta get a rude girl one too. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, sister was interesting. Your parents might have been a little bit cooler than other people's for that, Karen. Rockaway Records, probably in the year 2000, 2001. And I probably got it for under 20 bucks. <laughs> and someone I think offered me $500 for it. And I'm like, no, I'm good. Never saw it again. I thought I would living in LA, but I didn't. So, yeah. What's my favorite track on the album? It depends. I mean, um, if you're digging a new girl or whatnot on her way to her house, maybe listen to some Dirty Mind because in your daddy's car, it's her you really want to drive, right? When your mind showed a different stage of Prince adulting, showing his growth as a songwriter, in my opinion. Of course, Cindy Lauper's version is what's more well known. Other stuff, Do It All Night is a great one. Got a Broken Heart Again. Again, that maturity that Prince was showing as a songwriter on stuff. And then Uptown, where we all feel we belong, whether we're part of the Purple Army, the Prince fam. Uh, the New Breed, other things of that nature. Head, that's Princess saying, like, now this rock and roll stuff, who wants some head? Sister is a very interesting track. I have nothing to relate that to. It's probably a good thing. And of course, Party Up, which the story originating that Morris Day wrote it, and he's like, I'll either pay you for the song or give you a band. Which one do you want? I think Morris chose the right thing. By using party up um, James Brown I'm not certain of that but there is certain you know the keyboard part being the guitar part or bipping in a different key there is a song on Van Halen's album, I think it's the one before 1984, a track that is just um, 
fading out. If you turn it up, you hear a little bit of that jerk out chicken grease that he would have Jesse do later on. So there's a more of an interesting Van Halen Prince connection than just jump and dirty mind. Although we all know Susu Studio is definitely 1999, right? See, I should have worn my bandana around my neck today instead, the black one. Although it's like in the 80s and a little bit cooler today, it's supposed to go up back to the low hundreds by next week. We cannot get a break. Um, Donovan, I do not. And if anyone is watching this show and has an extra copy for me or whatnot, let me know or Donovan will be interested as well. So, yeah. And Prince made When You Were Mine a staple of his song for so many tours, of course. You know, I love the One Night Alone version, especially in LA where you have industry people on the second night of the show. And he's like, I dare you to sit down on this one. You know, those were good times, in my opinion. So, Uptown. I mean, there's talk of this Morris Day biopic since we touched up on Party Up, so that's kind of like in the same thing. There's talk. I mean, Prince, I believe, and this is more for Morris to tell than myself, but I believe that Prince was wanting Morris to retire and have his son take over doing the time songs. Don't think Morris took too kind to that. Um, See, with Grammys back then, with your Grammy question, older artists were the only ones getting the Grammys at all. Prince got screwed. When Macklemore, no disrespect to Macklemore, he's got four Grammys. Prince has seven. Kanye has like 30, and he pisses on his. So what does that say? Yeah. Candace, that's very sweet on that one. Uh, it's it's disrespectful, especially with Sign of the Times, got none. And then, of course, it was this thing being told when I was a kid. When Prince becomes an older artist, he'll, he'll get Grammys for stuff they shouldn't have to make up for it. But then the Grammys, by the time Prince was this older established artist, they started giving Grammys to all the young people and just giving out a bunch at a time. That's why I said Macklemore's got four, you know? Um, it's kind of like what he said, at least in 85 with this question about, do you have insight on why Prince didn't collab more? I know he's a fan of other artists. Just like in 85, where he said he wanted to do USA for Africa because he felt with that much talent in the room, he would just clam up. I felt that he kind of liked in the studio, making other artists or working with someone new and not so established. I know he tried that with Raven too, and that didn't turn out so great, did it? But he did have great live performances with artists, as we just saw with Miles Davis coming on stage during the Sign of the Times DVD release officially. You know, so... I wasn't, I wouldn't say I'm friends with Morris, but we've talked more since Prince has passed, especially when his book was coming out last year. 
and uh, he still owes me a favor. Try to have him on eventually, right? So, Michelle, I think it's somewhat self-explanatory on that one. <laughs> I could say ask SN, but you know, I think that was also Prince being a playful Gemini and trying to push the envelope right off the table at that time. And as Prince said before, during DMSR, I don't care to win awards, but that was when he wasn't winning many, you know, so it's easy to say that at that time. So yes, sign of times got totally screwed. Now here's something I'm missing Minneapolis and Paisley. I think that they did the right thing, not having the celebration this year. Um, but I do miss Minneapolis. This is the first time in years that I haven't been to Minneapolis. So it's, it's tough and we're looking to support it in different ways. I just saw that they put out new jewelry on the Prince Estate website. <laughs> so if you guys haven't recovered from the sign of the time set, oh, well, so sad, too bad. Yeah. And we want to make sure that Prince gets the Grammys, right, for posthumous stuff and not just other people or whatnot. So here's hoping, you know, there's different ways of doing things. Um, well, Brian, let's be honest, he changed his name to the symbol, but he was still Prince and you know, his technically his first album would have been the gold experience and not, uh, you know, the single most beautiful girl in the world. And I don't like, I'm surprised that that didn't get nominated that year, at least for it. Um, so let's see. Uh, with that question, I'll gotta ask her about that one when it comes to Sheila. So let's see. Look at you, Shelly, getting smart. You can also be saying that uh, Christmas came up. So, and we're also, there's other questions that people are asking in the room. You don't think I'm gonna answer. You can go ahead and answer respectfully. Um, yeah. I mean, this is true. But now that Jimmy's on the board, shouldn't it be ways for his music to be on there? That's why I would like his stuff to be released as singles and not just digitally, you know. Um, man, Jasmine, if I would have known, that would have been the last time I could have went to Paisley before all this ridiculousness was happening. I would have been there. Don't know who I would have been kissing at midnight, but I would have been there. So, yeah, absolutely, Catherine. He didn't want to play the game. That's why after Sign of the Times lost, he was all like, I'm only doing award shows if I know I'm going to win or I'm performing. I will not sit in an audience and have Joshua Tree beat me for best album. I can do any song in the Joshua Tree. Let's see Bono do Housequake. So, I haven't even seen the prices on the, the symbols or any of these things yet. So 
you know. Thank you, Terry, for that. We'll see, maybe for best packaging or best notes when it comes to Sign of Times now. Um, they kind of want you to be there when it comes to virtual events. I do believe that some stuff could be shown in different ways, not everything, but to do it. Yeah, Bob, it's a special night because something was going on Wednesday. But yeah, they could do some stuff, you know. No, I'm not in a wheelchair. Just my, my chair to talk with you guys and sit down so I'm not standing above you and being rude. So, no. There's already been talk of an Originals too. We'll see if that takes place. But there's been talk. That's all I'll leave it at. You know, whispers and echoes. So... $125 for playing. Maybe that's the one they had before, though. Um, I mean, not only that, not only that, not only did he lose, it was the last award of the night. The show is three hours plus. He's sitting in there waiting to debut his new look for Love Sexy, wearing the Love Sexy outfit with Prince on the, on the leg, Love sexy on the arm, the hoop earring, love sexy hairstyle, all that. He thinks he's going to win. He's being told by his people he's going to win. Then you 2 wins, last award of the night. The one award he was nominated for, and he sat in the audience, and it was at the Dorothy Challenge Pavilion. And back in the 80s, those seats weren't comfortable. So, yeah. You can imagine why he said that I'm no longer going to do award shows unless I know I'm going to win or I'm performing. And it makes total sense. And even you two had to like thank him during their acceptance speech saying that, you know, that Prince is so much more than just an artist and all this stuff. So, and didn't win. And that was the number two song of the year with, it being on an independent label and didn't win. Hmm. Just saying. Yeah, I posted this um, early this morning when I couldn't sleep. I mean, I saw when they were doing it, when they first did um, Lenny Kravitz's American Women. And I saw like in the little thing scrolling, it's let, I saw let's go crazy. I'm like, all right, they're gonna have her do that um, for sure. But she's a great guitarist. Bono wrote him a letter posthumously public, publicly on stuff, but I'm not sure if he wrote him a letter directly, not that Prince shared. Maybe Neil is sharing that in his story since to be honest, that comment about him not doing award shows that was said to Neil directly in his 1990 interview with Prince for Rolling Stone. So nothing yet on that Janelle on your question of any talks or re-releasing under the cherry moon or performing with deleted scenes. No talk of that yet. Let's see what happens in 2024 and 2026. Well, you're hitting pretty big anniversaries for both of those, you know. What up, Anthony? So, 
Let's see. Posted it on the Facebook fan page and on Twitter. So, Terry, I think it's sometimes you're right about that. Um, probably not, Teresa, with your question of an unbelievable amount of really great artists doing prints. Uh, and knowing that Paisley Park is considered contacting them to sell some copies. The reason being is that you don't need permission to do covers, albeit when Prince was alive, he'd go after you for that. Um, so it's probably not generating as much, much um, revenue as you would believe. As a songwriter, he would get paid, but we know that streaming doesn't pay Jack. So, right. Oh yeah, without Lenny, without Prince, there is no Lenny, there is no Romeo Blue and stuff like that. So, and what do you mean by anniversary? Talking about for Dirty Mind or for other stuff? Yeah. Any truth to parade? We're hearing whispers and echoes, right? But I'm not the one making a um, decision, so. All right. I have to read the book first before I invite anyone on. And that's all I'm going to say. And some things I would want to have a discussion with him about that I've already heard. So, yeah. Go check that out of Hoffler. I didn't know there was that much on it in a chapter. I thought it was just something more. Yep. And there is this that i posted on instagram and twitter and the facebook fans page today about the record store day picture disc two disc lp of that have a revolt material post 2000 yes so you know all right we're getting to a point where we'll see this stuff um Not 90s, but in the 2000s. They did air it in Sirius uh, during Prince Month uh, earlier this year, during June. So they did have those on. Yeah. I'm not all three. If we did 3,000, wouldn't be enough. So can't answer that one. We got a double N up in here. Um, negative. Yeah, and they did play, you know, portions of it, like, trust me, probably all of it wasn't as good as you think it is. So, yeah. Yep. And Mariah could have shared more. Trust me on that. It was nice of her to do that stuff. So. Those are the things going on. But what are your guys' favorite tracks off of Dirty Mind? That's where it matters. Yep, Terry, we were just talking about that, about posting it and how great her guitar solos were on each song. So, yeah. 
Lawrence. Let's see. Before, when it came to Sirius wanting a Prince channel, um, they wanted a lot with it. So probably these temporary channels are probably the best to go. I'll be in. I know that Lincoln Park has their own, but Lincoln Park isn't Prince, right? So. All right. This just has to be gone. Sorry, guys. I was seeing the comments trying to give him a chance, but they keep going and going. So now the person is gone. You don't need to worry about it anymore. And their comments will be deleted as well. Head is your favorite song. Party up. When you're mine, love the whole album. True, it's not that long of an album either when it comes to Dirty Mind. So, yep. You know, I don't like doing that, you guys. So it just gets to a point where someone's just trying to get something out of you. Man, even though it's cooler today, wearing this shirt or sweatshirt is very heavy and it's a double XL, so anyone who's interested in it, it don't fit me no more. I just wore this as a one-time only thing. Um, yeah. So, Hoffler, that's that's true. You know, it didn't do well in the charts. People did talk about it, and it did get decent reviews. It did turn into stuff of legendary proportion afterwards. Um, but a lot of his first few albums, uh, except for 1999, after Purple Rain, then Dirty Mind, Controversy, Prince, sold a million. But um, not even for you hit like the million mark until I believe um, Batman or so. Not certain on that. But yes, I think we all love the songs. In high school, come on. They weren't singing about head back then, right? And things of that nature. So it probably hit differently. I remember um, certain Prince songs when I was in uh, high school and the guys would be singing to the girls and the girls would hit them. Like, stop. Stop being dirty. Anyway. So... Yeah, the whole experience is a great way to put it. My experience right now is I'm very hot. <laughs> Didn't decide to use air conditioning today just because it was cooler, but I forgot I'm wearing something a little warmer. Let's see here, I'm trying to see. It's supposedly 72 outside, but wearing a, a sweater, um, probably not smart. Setting. Oh my God, that's hard. The only thing I can say in comparison to them is that I believe that they 
taught themselves and didn't know how to write the music and played it. And of course, them both being Warner Brothers artists. It's really hard to rank them though, because no disrespect to Eddie. He's a guitarist. Prince was more than a guitarist. He can play more things of that nature. Ain't no one want to see what's underneath. <laughs> uh, taking it up. Um, that's different. I mean, it's already supposedly a chart success by hitting number 13, right? Especially with such an expensive set, you know. And I believe, I'm not sure, no, that was 1999. The rest, that was at the Armory um, when it came to the Dirty Mountain on Uptown videos. I'll revisit that question, but that's a good question on that one. So. All right, Michelle, put it out there. <sighs> so it's all good. Went to Catholic school and we got to use Thunder for dance class, which progressed into Cream and Get Off. We only got away with it because the studio was in the basement. Nice. No ceiling fan. Um, you bought Dirty Mind when you, when you were younger, but did you already have a Dirty Mind? Absolutely. Comments to Eddie in regards to Eddie. Sorry, that was a little too quick, but the comments are going quick. So let me try clean that one back up. All the critics in New York. Yeah, that's where it came from. Like, you know, he was bigger in New York for sure. Thank you, thank you. I don't change the posters all the time because I'll be ruining the wall by doing that. But yeah. Yeah, it's, it hit number 13, Reynolds. Yeah, in the US. You know, so that would be considered a success in today's market, right? For sure. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I had a dirty mind because it's soft and wet. I didn't even wait until dirty mind. So, Catherine, that quote from Eric isn't exactly true. It's a lot of fabrication. So, don't believe everything that you read. Remember that, especially with Prince books. Don't believe everything that you read. That's okay, Wonderland. A lot of people didn't find stuff like that. Um, yeah, they didn't talk about that, Brian. I know that that was different than with history from Michael Jackson and then emancipation. Like it's selling a certain amount. I'm not sure how they handle it now, but you know, that could be it. So the Clapton thing started kind of like in the 90s and took a life on out of its own. So. Yeah, and it's always interesting when it comes to these Rolling Stone top 100s. If you remember, because Rolling Stone wants to be hip, they want to look a certain way. When they did their whole 100 best, 100 best albums of the 80s, Prince had 
um, Dirty Mind Controversy, Purple Rain, 1999, and um, Sign of the Times on, they had five in the top 200. And number three was Thriller. Number two was Purple Rain. Number one, number one, because they wanted to be hip then, The Clash, London Calling. And now this week, it's Joshua Tree, number one. But see, I understand. I still sometimes think with these things that they do, it's kind of like to, to piss people off, get people upset. So, well, who knows what they'll do. I mean, look, Taylor Swift does stuff a lot. You may, people just aren't paying attention to her because her music is different than Prince. But she's very um, a controlling artist as well and fighting over her masters in some way now. Although I'd love to see her go to court over that. I really, truly would. Because I can have that. So Joshua Tree. It's like Sign of the Times is kryptonite, right? But you know what? With the Grammys, what album would they have picked if Joshua Tree wasn't on there? Because they probably wouldn't have picked Prince. So just saying that. Yeah. You can say editor, but it, like I said, at times they do it to kind of rival stuff. That's all I'm saying. Get people all riled, riled up, which happens a lot nowadays, doesn't it? Um, yeah. You know, he, he tried to have her involved or whatnot, gave her a song, wouldn't you love to love me and stuff and didn't want to use it. So but I think he did just fine. He got to go on his own path. But remember back then, it wasn't about um, instant success. Prince didn't get his first Rolling Stone cover until what? His fifth album? I think Britney Spears, by the time she had her second album, she already had six covers. <laughs> Things are just different now. And what Prince said in 2004, um, saying that, Back then, you have you had to earn your cover to Rolling Stone. Now it's just like giving out like candy, which is true. So back then, you know, being a little bit different, and you know, even say the Reagan era, like he succeeded in a place that he wasn't supposed to, and probably did it because of or in spite of. You can make arguments for both. But it's, it was just a different time period and a lot of things were convoluted and he wasn't treated as that mainstream star. Dirty Mind showed that. He wasn't the safe pick. The guy releasing off the wall and having little Star Wars sound effects, that was the safe pick, right? But already Prince was thinking moves ahead. I want to be able to make a film. Got to have a hit album. Got to do stuff. 1999. Then that was able to get him the movie deal that he wanted, knowing about MTV and just being on top of all that stuff and hitting. That's why it's still so different and it's still so relevant. Even though a lot of things in that movie, when you watch it nowadays of a girl being dumped into a garbage can, it's kind of cringeworthy, right? But it's a still relevant movie. And he was thinking steps ahead. If he would have had a success early and then uh, the album sales wouldn't have hit so much, he would not have got his purple rain. 
everything happens for a reason. Although it would be really cool to see the second coming. Let's be honest here. So sorry, Kelly, I may have missed um let me try to go back. I think I have heard some of Jacob Collar stuff. I think someone mentioned it before. Um, yes, he did. I was talking to someone about that earlier this week. Parental advisory. Sounds nice, not here in Cali. Like we gotta be super safe because we see what's going on, but our state's a lot different than other people. Although some of the rules are quite ridiculous. Um, let's see. I mean, you guys were the new breed back then. You know, the new breed of it. So, and when it comes to the parental warnings, you know, most of the time that that used to make you sell like five hundred thousand to a million more. So, you know. I'm asking you guys again, are you seeing it more where I'm looking more to the side, unfortunately, to read your comments? Because like I said, when I have guests on, I don't want to be rude, but I did all of this to make it more to where it looks like I'm not being rude to them. Although I'm not always looking directly at you guys. I just want to be able to have your questions or comments be stated, you know. So, and unfortunately, I wish that it was like another one where I can like, well, you can't see if I'm doing it, but I'd be able to highlight your comment and pull it underneath, then just go back to dealing with the guest or be in the middle of a sentence or thought. Then I'd be able to put it on screen. Now it's all like, if sometimes when we have guests on, the questions are going a lot faster. And then it's like, if I, if I put something on there, it'll go up 20 comments, then I'll lose stuff. So, yep, Hoffler, that is true. Yes, Leanne, he said he said that as well when it came to it. That yeah, it was Al Gore's wife who did it, Tipper Gore, and that he like he said it's cool, but it also helped him sell more copies. Graffiti Bridge was the first album of his to have the parental advisory sticker on it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's. I had to go closer and it's just ridiculous, but this is why I appreciate your guys' donations, but it was just ridiculous because it wasn't a regular amount. It literally cost $300, but now it's right behind the monitor. If you can hear that, just have it more so to the right. I can maybe move it, but it'll be hitting my light. Um, but, you know, we 
just want to make sure. And of course, with the split screen, it'll be harder to see it because half of the screen will be taken up by, you know, my guest or guest. So the nude album. You're talking about love sexy? No. Love sexy didn't have any curse words on it. Even with love sexy in the song, he believes himself. Behold before Jehovah Days. So Teresa, I think you're talking about Neil's book. Believe that he was lonely at times, but he loved to perform, and that's where he felt out of his shell. But he had people around him, he would joke, but you know, he let people get close to him. Just not a lot. And that's why I say so many different people played a different part in his life. So it's all important. Now, unfortunately, some store, some stories get forgotten or they get exaggerated and that's a problem. And, um, you know, it was around for a bit until, till the end. Um, Everyone's got stories to tell, but let's try to keep them um, honest. Because I think sometimes publishers, they don't want to hear about a story ending in 1993. So they want to like, you had some sort of interaction with them like before he passed, right? Because that may be worth $3,000 more in a book deal or stuff like that. Just think about that. So... We haven't really, we didn't really talk about Michael. We talked more about Justin Timberlake. And when I say talked about it, he said he didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, but, you know, there was stuff a few years ago about, and it actually happened this week about, um, this is where Ruth could come in and tell it more. And uh, about Will I Am being at 3121 Las Vegas and Michael Jackson was there too with Chris Tucker. And then, you know, he kind of messed with Michael a bit that night, but it wasn't out of hatred or anything. It's just Prince being Prince. He was being playful. Um, but look, Michael passed away on the anniversary of Purple Rain and Prince was supposed to do a show at the Dakota Jazz Club that night. Canceled it sent everyone home things that he did months later were because of michael the michael death affected him more and the reason i think it affected him more and this is my assumption not speaking for prince not doing other things is that you know michael reached out to him not just for we are the world but he wanted to do something with prince when hurricane katrina happened and Prince's response was a playful response. Show me where the USA for Africa money went and we can do uh, a collaboration. But I also feel at the same time, he felt that he had, Michael had more time left, that they had both more time on this earth. So I think that death affected him more deeply. So if that's hatred, why would it affect you? I think what Prince did is that, you know, when it came to the Jackson Five, he felt that they were just as talented, him and Andre, if not more. 
but because they were in Minneapolis, they're going to do it. So here it is. You had to have some pride of seeing um, a band of color on your TV on um, playing certain shows that wouldn't normally have you. At the same time, as we saw Prince throughout his career, he would make rivalries with stuff because, as he thought, his only competition is in the past. So here it is. Prince would be an artist um, about to hit um, his 50s would make in a little rivalry with Justin Timberlake, whoever said to bring sexy back, sexy never left. Rivalries with an artist that isn't even your contemporary. But Prince, you know, wasn't trying to stay relevant. He would use these things as motivation. And I do believe felt Justin was kind of like, you know, capitalizing on, on black music. You know, just like what Eminem would say, use black music so selfishly. Like he's the first one that like, no one's done it more than Elvis. And that's Eminem saying that again, not putting stuff into other people's mouths. And that's what you'll see with me is I'm, if I'm saying something, I'm gonna let you know it's an assumption or a feeling, but I totally believe and know that he took Michael's death harder um, with that stuff. And it's just different levels, you know, but look on the love sexy tour when he's doing the eighties medley, there was the way you make me feel, you know, even in 91, he's giving out compliments to Michael and just other stuff. But, you know, yes, there was a rivalry of things, you know, like in fascination, so-called King gave birth to a so-called Prince, just things different like that. But yeah. And I think Bob, that's where it, where it comes from, from him is he didn't want to do a Katrina collaboration. We heard what the mess that was and that apparently a porn director directed it and he didn't know Michael. Um, but yeah, I think he thought that they had a chance to do something together, at least like be on stage together, present each other awards, you know, have each other up. And it just didn't happen. And then look, I like JT too, but uh, JT would be totally paying attention to Prince's style. Like look at that Grammy performance, Prince and Beyonce. The first person they pan to in the crowd is Justin Timberlake with his mom who just had the fresh boob job. I'm just putting out the facts. And um, you see Justin go saying that was hot. And then what happens a few years later on Justin's next tour, Prince's guitarist on the Musicology tour, Mike Scott, is now in Justin's band. And John Blackwell ends up in Justin's band. There you go. Then when Prince started having a horn section, you know, in 2012, all of a sudden, here's Justin doing suit and tie. And then his next tour, he's trying to do old school stuff. And he's got a horn section now. He was uh, paying attention to it big time. But that was it, is he made rivalries on stuff. And look, he would give people compliments all the time. Like he thought highly of uh, Will I Am. But he said, don't give him too much credit because he did make, you know, <laughs> you know, my humps. So he would be constantly dissing people. But I feel it was more so for, you know, contemporary stuff. That's why I felt in the Beautiful Ones book where um, he supposedly mentions Ed Sheeran and Katy Perry. He was using them as examples of pop music at the time, not to crap on them. Because, you know, 
he didn't say, you know, he said a fun comment to me about Katy Perry, but I know that he listened to him at Paisley, listened to her, you know, you like firework and wide awake and, you know, he didn't play with me in the studio, but I know other people that were there. And again, it's not me rewriting it, it's sharing these things with you. So, you know, and that's where it goes down to, you know, albeit if I was, you know, anyone like after Justin made that comment at the Golden Glows that that stuff wasn't cool. Yeah, he was affected by Bowie's passing as well. I think that as he was getting older and especially because he just lost Kim Upshire a few months, I'm sure a few months before Bowie's passing and then a few months later, Denise's passing, it really affected him. But I think Michael was deeper and then for a moment in time this lets you know how much it was affecting him before the end of the year he sent me a post to say that he will be allowing his videos on youtube for a moment in time at that time so here he was changing things that were happening so you know yeah which one are you talking about, Michelle, when it comes to that? I'll put the quote up because it's interesting, but which song? The Teenage Dream is a great pop record. And is Katy Perry the best singer ever? No. But when Madonna was making Like a Prayer and Like a Virgin, was she the best singer? No. But those were great pop records. You know? So... And that's what it comes down to. I do feel that Prince isolated himself, but that was of his own divine. Like I was worried in the early 2000s about stuff like that and afraid they was gonna end up like Sly Stone. And let me tell you, although the fans didn't like these Hollywood parties that were happening in LA, and I wasn't, this is not when I was getting invited to it. Um, and I'm very fortunate for that. But to see him like with Samuel Jackson, to see him with Stevie Wonder, to see him with Joni, to see him having Justin Timberlake play with him, even uh, Adam Levine from Maroon 5, to see him be surrounded by other celebrities, I didn't have to worry about him as much as Sly. But then look what happened in the last few years, him being in Minneapolis full time, these things weren't happening, but you would have where Madonna would be on tour and hit at Minneapolis. Hey, come to Paisley. I'm going to perform for you. Stuff like that. But yeah, that's what I was worried about is him isolating himself. But he wasn't doing it in the 2000s and whatnot after those parties. And it was great. Later on in life, he did. And, you know, thank you. Okay, Michelle, for that one responding of people that can see in the room. So that was just it. Um, yeah. Well, Callie, I wouldn't feel so bad because just like when he said about the vault, oh yeah, the vault tracks will be released. I won't be here for it. Like he was worried about the things that were going on when he was here. You know, just like I'm constantly told of like how I, deal with the Prince drama behind the scenes that was going on right now. They're like, da, 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 da. there was drama going on when he was here. Why do you think there would be, wouldn't be drama going on when he wasn't here? And I'm like, because when he was here, it was worth the drama. 
you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that was during um, a different NBA All-Star weekend. And I was trying to get Bomani Jones into that, but he decided not to go to New York and stay in Miami. And he was kicking himself for that. Yeah. We're in the hour mark, peeps. Any questions you have? I mean, we really didn't touch too much on Dirty Mind. I feel it's a classic album. Yes, to some people, they would say it's like his first classic album. I mean, when you look at it, when we talk about the Rolling Stone top 200 of the 80s, five made it on there. Albeit, you know, I don't know if they were doing too much of the top 200 of the 70s because for you, and uh, Prince obviously were not reviewed for the 80s magazines, but those aren't going to be on there because things are different with a new artist. Now it's like if you don't hit with your first album, you make a drop from your label. You know, we all heard the story when it came to Dirty Mind. Warner's kind of want to give him back the, his contract instead of putting it out. He's like, no, 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 put it out. And although it didn't sell well, the critics really liked it. And that's what kind of made them do it and believe in it. And that his live shows were, were, were getting him attention. So, yeah. What was fast? Um, usually 6 p.m. or this time on Wednesday nights. You know, like an hour ago is when we went live. Of course, because I hooked up the new system today and it worked earlier. But of course, 10 minutes before, it was only coming up on the TV screen and not the monitor. And then I couldn't write the stuff onto it. So, yeah. Um, and then we have this, which we'll be adding in. But I, the remote that I was given with it doesn't work. And I got to figure out stuff to play behind me so you guys can be seeing different things. Like we could have been playing like Dirty Mind videos and a Saturday Night Live appearance. Um, but we don't have that hooked up. And then if I hook it up to this device, it'll be so close behind me. There's going to be no other room. So now it's about either having a DVD player or hooking up another. Even with an iPad, I thought I could do that. An iPad doesn't have the wiring for that. Um but lo and behold, we're getting the show where we want it to be. It just isn't there yet. Um, I want it to be as professional as possible and then do different shows, entertainment shows, sports shows, other things. Don't worry, we will still have a burn show every week. That's going nowhere. But, uh, you know, you got to expand and got to adapt in uh, this day and age to different things. So you were too young for Dirty Mind. Well, hey, you know, that's why I like new fans of stuff. I'm not saying that you're a new fan. The reason um, that I like it is, and I'm somewhat envious, is sometimes you're hearing this stuff for the very first time. That's why I think some of us, you know, liked the Sign of the Times deluxe set. You know, there's quite a few things I heard, but there were some things I didn't. And it was really cool. So, yeah. That's where we try to go on to is ever evolving, ever adapting. 
you know, and everyone's got a podcast now. So you got to make stuff differently or you are, your podcast, your show is going to die. So you got to do, um, and that's okay, Sean. Like a lot of people feel that way that they didn't know him personally, but it's weird since he passed. A lot of us feel lost. Can understand. So, yeah. Of course, I know sports, but I don't want to talk about what's going on right now that I'm missing. Let me just say this: If Prince was here and the NBA Finals were going on, and his show was starting at 8 p.m., <laughs> uh, you were not getting him on stage until after the game was over or it was a blowout. Like we'd be at celebrations in June and that'd be why we weren't getting in the gates early as the game was still going on. So, and we always love hearing comments like this and just doing this for the audio shows. Just got to say, I really enjoy hanging out with you beautiful people. And thank you doc for everything that you are doing to create this magical space for us. I'm so looking forward to what is to come with this. Many thanks and much love. What a lovely Friday evening. Thanks for sharing. I appreciate it. And I always like trying to do longer shows. Um, I'm just pissed because already here it is. It's going to be back in the hundreds next week. And we'll figure stuff out for a show. But I um, was trying to get like a few in. And then next thing you know, it's going to be freaking November. You know, got to worry about different things. Um, no. What up, Captain? As we're signing off into the mix of things then who knows? Like we would love to see for the future. We didn't talk about this, like a dirty mind special edition or things like that, you know, rebels, dirty mind shows and not just the New York and Paris shows that are circulating or have it cleaned up. So yeah, it's all of his family. And I trust the family that the fans will be listened to more. Speaking of which, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the tax thing this week. That Comerica put the estate at 83 million and the IRS is saying it's 163 million. And that's what they're wanting. So them suing for that amount, it's more like trying to come to an agreement. Um, between the two numbers, hopefully closer to 100 million than the 163 million and 38 million. Um, this is why you, sometimes you gotta have your affairs in order and other things like that. But the tax thing, it means things are going now. The IRS probably has about 60 days to respond to that, but we're getting closer Here's hoping that there'll be a settlement between the two. Although the IRS can be quite stingy, but it means that we're closer in numbers and in payment than the Michael Jackson estate. So those are the things that are going on. It's an interesting time. Unfortunately, you see the word sue, it brings up different things. But that's what I think is, is going on is 
They're saying it's worth 83 million. You're saying it's worth 163 million plus more. Like, how are you coming up with those numbers and why are they so different than Comerica? Who the family doesn't exactly get along with, right? So it's just an interesting thing to have done. Um, but we will uh, go on with that, but it's something to pay attention to. Along with, um, there's a performer at Paisley Park, October 27th, a new artist from Indiana. So, wow, are you guys really into hearing? <laughs> yeah. It was in it was in Forbes on um, the online stuff. Yes, um, wow. Tells you what I'm dealing with. I do not live in the suburbs, <laughs> so, but we're getting closer. I wish it would have been faster, but um, that's what's going on. I wish for every honk that I heard on the street that I got a donation from them, um, interrupting my show. Yeah, so that's what's going on. Thank you, Joel. I appreciate it. And I've been around for a while. A lot of people don't understand that. Do we just have a little earthquake now because I was complaining about the freaking honking? Are you serious? <sighs> October is earthquake month here. But yes, thank you. I've been around for a while as J7 and other things. Yeah. Well, I pay attention to the articles on it, and that one came up. So, <coughs> excuse me. From honking to earthquakes to coughing. I look comfy. I'm sweating in this thing is all I can say. So, it's a small earthquake. You need them from time to time to alleviate the stress of the plates, the tectonic plates. But yes, those things are going on. The Prince jewelry, the sign of the times, record store day, picture disc. So I may be up a little bit higher than you, Terry. It was small, but it was a window and then the ceiling above me. So unless it was like a, a herd of squirrels, it was something. Um, Thank you. I try to do it for you guys. Um, Stacy, that's why I got to read the book and that's why I got to have him on the show. Like that kind of, that comment kind of bothers me. I'll be honest. Prince.com, uh, I believe is where it has If someone wants to hit Sean to the thing and make sure that he'll have less money in his pocket by the end of the night. <laughs> um, yeah, earthquakes or something. You know, especially during COVID, the ones that we had, it's like, all right, man, we get it. 2020 sucks. We get it. Chill. Let me enjoy my sign of the times. Um, thank you, Bob. Appreciate it. Um, here, let me drop the PayPal thing just for it. Um, well, I think I already have it set up, but want to make sure I'm not putting out like, you know, link a link to Prince Music. Not like I would have any of those links. <clears throat> yeah. But there, 
we go. That's for PayPal. Um, yeah, Joel, I've always tried to do that. You know, just started in, you know, doing the 777 update in 1998. And I was covering everywhere, not just LA. And then other things that we had to do. So, um, how many how many times I listen to Sign Time Super Deluxe? Roughly three or four, and then the DVD twice, and catching it on the one YouTube performance. Yeah, I'm noticing the speeds and the live stuff. Um, more so, I'm not hearing as much on vinyl. I'm hearing it in the CDs, which is what you know I stream the stuff from or downloaded it from. Here's Venmo for you guys. All right. And then cash out for the youngins. Wish I had an easier name. You know, I just like listening to it just because I got to know this stuff for different things in the future. And so I got to leave it that. Um, and for people that are seeing on YouTube, when he's saying speed issues, he's not saying minute, he's saying minute. It's going to have to teach you Americans something. You guys should have that part of your vocabulary anyway. That's another thing. If you read Neil's book, uh, at least your Scrabble skills may be better. But, uh, if you guys want him to be on my show, it's not going to be like, hey, Neil, how's it going? It's going to be more like, so, really? <laughs> yeah. The reason I haven't done Facebook stars yet is I didn't like that they wanted my tax info. Um, got to the filling out part and like, great, you're done. Except now, give us your tax returns for 2019. With how Facebook is right now, they kind of have a problem with being trustworthy. I don't know if I want to put that on there. So I know I make it easier for you guys, but I just don't feel comfortable putting that there on Facebook, you know. But I would love to do it and make things easier for you guys for sure. I've been seeing your tweets, Captain. I know how you feel about it. Um, it could be like an Oprah moment where she's dressing down a person that she put on her book club list and felt that, you know, didn't do stuff. So, yes, remember that. D'Angelo Duff, if anyone can drop the link before we go off the air, that would be awesome. You know, she has a lot of people on that I want to have on. Um, I still plan on it, but um, drop that link. Because um, it's going to be fun. I may not be able to watch it live, but please support it. Right. Right. I need to have the book first, and I need to read it. I know he sent me like a digital copy, um, but I need to have stuff in print. And now that it's out, should be able to get a regular copy. But you guys contact him for that i already gave him my address but i didn't get it this week um 
Sorry, Swifty, but I, I feel you on Facebook. I'm not posting as much as I used to just because there's other stuff going on. Um, what did his family think of that? You know, what does the estate think of that? So I want to know. So. Yeah. But yes, if anyone has a link to D'Angelo's event, would appreciate her dropping it in. See, um, Captain, maybe maybe it allows you to enjoy Prince's music just a little bit more now. Um, yeah. Yeah, we just, but there's like a link for it just so other people can tune in. That's what I just want to do is provide it for her. Yes, I'd have more stay on my stream, 100%. You know, I got to reach out to him. I have so many other things going on and I try to be somewhat private. So it's just been a lot going on. But I've always tried to have guests on. I wish I had someone that was a booker for me, uh, but I do everything myself. And when I have busy weeks like this, the past two weeks, it makes it tougher. So, yeah. Well, I like having the book in print, but yes, the audio is, a, is a, probably a way to go on that. So I feel you, Captain. You know, um, he was close to two. And it's the ones that I talk about the most on the show when it comes to family. So, you know, and close is different in, in different people's regards. They may not say they were close, but he allowed them and took care of them in certain ways. And that was Prince showing the closeness in his own way, you know. Matthew, I'll make it plain and simple when it comes to this question. So what exactly does the estate control versus what the family has any control over? The family controls nothing. Nothing. None of the decisions have been theirs except for begging and pleading and wanting the celebration in June instead of April. That's it. They do not get any of the profits of anything. They do are not involved in decisions. They did not make the decision to have let's go crazy in a credit card commercial. They have done nothing because it's not on them. So that's why I speak for the family is that I feel that they would listen to the fans. And that's where it's important is that you guys are heard. It's one of the main reasons why I know that you guys like the show and give it the views and the attention that it gets. It's because of you. So those are those things that play into it, you know, but I do believe that they will listen to you and, uh, we may have on some people after this IRS thing is all done. You know, let's not get them into trouble. But um, yeah, they get nothing, nothing. So when the family gets control, possibly more than likely is when the IRS bill is paid and they'll want to get rid of Comerica and most likely bring on a different company that they trust that would allow them to have more of a say. I would like them to have a board of directors of people that worked with Prince. Um, 
not necessarily a, one certain time period, not necessarily the people that were there before he passed, but a mixture of those people that made business decisions. And then, you know, again, having a conduit, uh, a fan conduit again and other things and not trying to have other people be voices when they weren't the voices before. Uh, I didn't step in and start doing this in 2016. As some people were saying that I've been doing this for decades. We're talking 1998. So, uh, you know, and a former Prince employee said that I should have been stepping on everyone's throats to make sure that there was no other um, print shows going on since 2016. Look, Comerica allowed that stuff happen. And I feel it's because they wanted the fans divided and not have one voice when they're upset about something. Because when it happens, as you guys see, everyone complains, but your voices aren't being heard. So that's another reason of making this show live is your comments are seen, people are paying attention to it, they're listening to it, and you are being heard, not just by me. In the future, who's listening will be, um, you know, you guys will know. But those are the things that I'm going, it's been, yeah, since 1998 as the 777 update, then other things that I was doing um, locally in Los Angeles and taking care of everyone as J7, and then as Dr. Funkenberry in 2008. So who I wanna see on the board, we will discuss that privately with the people that will be on the board. That's where it goes. No, I can't run Paisley. It's too much and it's too different now. And the guy that kept the lights on isn't there anymore and walking through the door, so it makes it harder. That's why, um, you know, Alan is in a really tough position right now, especially with COVID and trying to make stuff happen at Paisley. Like you can say like, kind of like this year is a wash for him on certain regards. So yeah. And we want the next generation attracted and there's other things to do. Like, didn't you guys see that thing on TikTok? Here it is. It wasn't someone that was a teenager on TikTok. Um, it's an older person chilling, holding on to a truck, riding a skateboard, drinking ocean spray, lip syncing to a 1978 Fleetwood Maxon. And because of the popularity of that TikTok video, the song re-entered the pop charts here in the United States. And then ocean spray, their sales started going up because of that, because that's like a freaking digital ad. So they gave the guy a brand new truck and his uh, truck bunker, I guess they call it, um, was all filled with ocean spray. So there you go. Yeah, I'm not, I will not talk badly about the people that came out after 2016, but it does seem like there's a certain agenda on it. And as long as it fits their agenda, they will not, um, be doing stuff or give credence like, hey, these people came before me, you know, they're the ones to look forward to. And then, you know, they're worried about their own image or their place or marketing on it. Like I haven't figured out the whole marketing thing of YouTube yet to be making video clips. And I want to do that, making them shorter for you guys. Because I know that sometimes 90 minute shows are a little bit too long, but are three hour shows. 
But the thing is, I find what was funny was, is that someone was complimenting them on their show, but feeling the need to diss my show. Now, when someone compliments me on my show, but feels the need to diss someone else's show, I don't even like the posts. So not only did the person like the post, retweeted it. And okay, if it makes you feel better, you know, tiny person, fine. But I will not diss someone else to make my show better. So if I'm not liking a comment on Facebook or on Twitter and you're giving me a compliment, but you're dissing someone else, it's not going to happen. Yes, exactly with dreams. And that's what goes on is um, they knew who I was. And when he was alive, they wouldn't have done that stuff. They would have defended me. But now it's about them and what it can make them. And then to have them talk stuff about me to people I'm going to have on my show before I get them on. So I'm not telling people I have on anymore. I'm tired of that crap. You know, grow up. Like, sorry. You know, I was involved before and I'm involved after. I'm not going going anywhere. That's what it comes down to. And the thing is, is that this is a show for the fans. It's not for me, you know. Um I had what sign the times a week before it came out. Ooh, wow. Could have, could have done a review, could have done all this other stuff. But my main thing was, is that knowing that people weren't going to get their releases from the estate or Amazon on time, such a dick move. And I just wanted all of us to go into it together. And that's what it comes down to. So, you know, and as I said before, earlier in the show and before that, you know, when Prince was here, it was worth all the craziness. He's not here anymore. And these people are fighting over like it's a girl with like the greatest boobs in the world. And I say that because all men and women love boobs. They may not love the certain other parts that go along with things, but there you go. So, yeah. I try. I don't feel like a class act when... um you know when it's done and please don't do names if you guys want to do that you can do it off the show i don't want people being discussed you know uh i don't want to mention them by name so i don't want you guys to mention my name and i'm with you on that sean about the powerball um you know but that's where it goes on so you know but that's it it's just like what chris rock said you know being a celebrity is kind of like having a big breast. Ooh, look at him. Ooh, look at those. It's the truth. So one of the best comedians of our time said the same thing. So it's just trying to do on it. Yeah. Won't say nothing about Peach and Black, you know. I've I'll be honest, you know, I probably listened to five five shows in my entire thing, but it comes not from supporting, it comes from your memory picks up things. And then you don't want to quote from them and not give give them credit. And that would be honest. I'd say support all these shows. Just because I don't listen, it's like a different thing. Um, that's just my thing because I would not want to listen to a show, pick up the knowledge, and then pass it off as my own. So, you know. Like, I will say this. Like, Trish 
like when it came to beautiful one's book, like they were contacting me and I know they were contacting others, but the others had to let it be known that they're being contacted. Oh, I have the book before you BFD. They were contacting and giving us the photos because they wanted it put out before the book. And I know some people get upset by it, but if I'm being contacted by um, an author, and this is just, just saying it from my own point of view, if you see me posting stuff like that, whether it was from Afshin's book or Steve Park's book um, or Randy's book, that I was being sent those to, to do it. All right. Have a good one, Andre. So, um, no, I'm not going to write a royalty check. It's not like these shows, I mean, you know, they're not making crazy bank, you know? Um, that's why I rely on your donations and asking like, if I should be having more advertisements for YouTube and other stuff, so you won't have to do that stuff. Um, yeah. I didn't know that other people do that captain i'm sorry but i don't do that so and back to the dirty mod aspect of it 100 too bad i wasn't playing that on this tonight so yeah there you go andre it's all good. No one's asking anyone to pay. You know, you don't have to, you want to. So, but it's just talking about stuff going on. So it just gets, because people don't know what goes on behind the scenes and then people ask the questions, you know, and then obviously with it getting asked so much, it's more than just one person's thoughts on it. So, you know, dirty mind is where it's at. You know, whether it's on for other things, other things going on. But it's still a great album to this day. And just sounds better on vinyl than CD. We'll need that remaster of that one day. You know, whether you have the stickers or not, or different promo copies. Right. Um... Wrap it up in the next uh, four minutes, guys. I appreciate you. I like being with you. But, um, you know, if there's any last questions I can answer, we'll do. There was always, and there's probably stuff that we don't know, you know. So, yes, I mean, y'all saw the Rebels Project and other stuff that was around that time period and whatnot that can fit on there. So, yeah. I don't know if it was Bernie on that, but it was only on vinyl, right? And the 180 gram one, because I do have that. But we need that on CD and other stuff. So we're having it on an iPod. Although I should really get an MP3 converter in the vinyl. So, yes, Mattress Springs is just seeing like the color shot in the back on that one, the mattress prints. So that's not why we're leaving Susie. It's 90 minutes in and I feel that, you know, I know you guys will want me to talk for two or three hours, but sometimes less is more.
just like where people are wanting like, you know, I want to do five shows a week, not all the time, but it sounds like a good idea. Then you guys will, um, you know, do it. So thank you, Get Schwifty, for that. Um, yeah, not leaving because of that. <laughs> I think we all know sister was about that. But yeah. That's why I try to do these shows as exclusive content and other things. That's what we try to do. I remember talking about exclusive content. You remember photos being sent to my site from Afshin like 12 years ago. And then it would end up all over Facebook. And we would say, oh, I got it from Funkenberry's website. The photo would just appear. What are you supposed to do? You know, but you would have exclusive content and then people would just pass it off as their own because they want to look like the, the Prince expert. And these would just be like fans, like, in rural areas, not even trying to say any other people. So, you know, and I just feel sometimes that I'm rambling and it isn't exactly needed, you know? But yeah. It wasn't about Taika. So not live about saying like we try to do that with sign the times and didn't go over too well during the daytime. So, you know, just other things going on. If you, you'd hear more than honking if I did shows during the daytime. So yeah. All right, guys. Well, I really, really appreciate you. Just going to drop the PayPal. Thank you guys. I've already seen some donations come through. Always appreciate it. Um, but, you know, we got our funk in, right? We just didn't um, do it on Wednesday, but we had a little thing going on in this country and i don't want to have that dominate everything else as it does so much love we'll be back next week i hope to have guests but i need my i need my days to slow down a little bit so i can book people and i owe a few people some conversations are asking for help And sorry, Gilbert, I also owe you uh, a response in my DMs. I haven't been able to get back to you, but I apologize. All right, everyone, much love. Thank you guys again for subscribing on YouTube, for getting the word out. Should have told you guys at the beginning to share it on your pages or whatnot. Get more used to that. Subscribe on Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify, Pob FM, and thank you guys so much for your donations as well. We're trying to make the things happen around here. It's happening slowly, but surely. Much love and don't call me Shirley. Till next time, keep it funky.